Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Well, in this podcast, we're going to talk about something interesting. It was spurred from a conversation I was having with a friend and something that just got under my skin. And I started thinking about what if the government made exercise mandatory? And we're going to dig into talking about that pretty in depth here in a little bit. But before I get started, I want to give a shout out to EXO Cricket Protein Bars. Yes, you heard me right. Cricket Protein Bars. EXO recently sent me a box of their Cricket Protein Bars to test out for the readers and listeners at the All Around Joe dot com universe and I've got to say I am pretty darn impressed and there are several reasons for this the first thing that's interesting is that the protein that is coming from the protein bars is made with cricket flour yeah so cricket flour is a really interesting thing and what I've learned in this process In fact, the most interesting thing is that if you've done any research or watched any documentaries on how our population is growing and the food requirements that we need in order to sustain our population, we're taking up a very large portion of land with agriculture and farming. A very large portion. It's a crazy amount of space that we take up with that. And it costs us a lot in maintenance. So like we have to feed the plants, feed the animals, uh, food and water, and then the people that go into that. So the interesting thing about these crickets are if we first look at how much crickets produce greenhouse gas, crickets produce 100 times less greenhouse gases than cows chewing on my tongue there a little bit. And this is the mo- the biggest one for me was that the water requirements for crickets are 2,000 to 1 versus cows. So a pound, so a gallon per, it, it requires 2,000 gallons per pound to maintain a cow and one gallon per pound to maintain or to grow crickets. Now, if that isn't astonishing to you and something that should be extremely eye-opening, I don't know what is. And to tell you that these cricket protein bars taste pretty darn good and just is as good, if not better, than most of the protein bars that are out there that I've tasted, people should be definitely opening up their eyes and looking two crickets as a viable protein source. If for nothing else, then we don't have to put or produce so much of the chicken, beef, pork, because we can supplement with things like crickets. I mean, it's crazy. There's there's tons of more stats that you can go and look at that weigh in the favor of crickets versus other protein sources. It's just amazing. But these cricket protein bars, what I've been able to do is get to taste, get my hands taste, to taste a few of them. And they've been, 
nice enough to give me a discount code to share with y'all, which is all around Joe. So if you go to their website, www.exo.co, that's www.exo.co, you can use the discount code all around Joe and get 20% off of your EXO cricket flour protein bars. And I think that they're pretty darn cool. They have a lot of fat in them, which I love. The, the quality of the carbohydrates is good. The, they're high fiber. I mean, it's a, it's a really cool protein bar that I recommend that you check out. Give them a try. That was www.exo.co and use the discount code all around Joe for 20% off. Very cool stuff. Let me know how you like them. Like I said, I've tried a number of them and I actually like the flavor apple cinnamon the best. I would have thought some of the others sounded more interesting, but the apple cinnamon was delicious. So give those a try. Let me know what you think. But moving right along to our topic of the day here, what if the government made exercise mandatory? Now, I started thinking about this because I was like, well, the government tries to control a lot of things for us in our lives, and we have this huge epidemic with obesity and people being overweight and not prioritizing their exercise. I mean, people say, well, I just don't have time for it, and we're having all of these problems with diseases and we know the benefits of exercise it's right in front of us but people just won't make it a priority and the thing is you have to make it a priority so I was just kicking around the idea one day when I was a little bit pissed off based off of some comments someone made and how you know they were they should get benefits because they were not in good shape and I was like well we should twist people's arm a little bit and see what happens. You know, let's make the government, let's have the government make exercise mandatory. We have the technology now. We could throw a Fitbit on everyone and make it mandatory, you know, just like taxes. So what would that look like? I mean, we, we give people these tracking bracelets and they have to track a certain amount of exercise per week, let's say, or per month or however that would look. I would probably say per week exercise total it would be what it would, would have to look like. And I'm sure that people would be pretty pissed off about that at first. But they would get used to it, and there's going to be a ton of benefits for it. So how do you start this? You know, how do, how do people get used to it? At first, that they're just going to be they're going to be upset, you know, as anybody that starts an exercise program, it's not very fun when you haven't done much exercise and you get started with it. It's going to hurt a lot at first and it's going to uh, maybe hurt for a while. You know, you're going to have to stick with it for quite a few months potentially before you actually start to get the endorphin rushes that people talk about, the exercise highs and actually enjoy it. But people are going to start walking around looking better, feeling better, there's going to be so many benefits to it. What if, you know, one day the government decided to do something that good for people and they looked at it like that and they in, they pushed this through and made people exercise. I mean, imagine this world. It would be pretty darn interesting, I think. 
you know, and obviously you'd always have those people that are going to cheat and figure out ways of putting their bracelet on someone else and not doing the work. But that's fine. You know, in this society we have that that happens all the time. You have people that evade taxes and find ways around it or, you know, the homeless people that don't want to have jobs. They they live off the grid. You know, there's all these different things, but this would be something that would be really for the good. I mean, think about things that the government has put in place that have been truly for the good of people. You know, we could go through and say that there's there's a number of these bills that have been in place. I mean, I think that it, it was called the Let's Move uh, initiative that Michelle Obama talked about. But what has come from that? I haven't seen anything of that. I am head you know, head first into the exercise community. And I have, the only time I ever hear about that is when it's some sort of media thing. So when they're propping it up in the media, it's not actually hitting people on the, on the streets. So what if you did something like that? Strap bracelets on people, made a certain amount of exercise mandatory per week, or else they get, I don't know what it would be, they get fined. Or if they said, you're going to get maybe a tax break if you meet your exercise requirements, something like this. I mean, the cool thing is there's a couple of insurance companies that are on the verge of doing this already where you can get discounts off of your rates for insurance, for your health insurance, if you exercise a certain amount because there's so much evidence out there proving that if you're a fit person, you're going to be less diseased so you don't have to pay or they don't, you don't have to have as many health costs as someone that is sickly. So the healthcare companies are getting onto it. And I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years all of the healthcare companies are on that. And they want you, they, you know, maybe you won't have to, but it is a serious option for you to put this information or this tracking device on your body and keep track of it so that you can have very low health costs. I mean, I can't. I can't even tell you how much I've spent on healthcare in the last 10 years. Nothing, really. I mean, just maintenance stuff, just for the heck of it. But it's not, none of it has been mandatory, you know, or stuff that I've had to get done because I've been, you know, sickly because it just doesn't happen because there's so much that I'm doing to keep myself in good shape. But what if we, you know, sometimes you have to twist people's arm just a little bit, you know, give them some sort of incentive for them to do stuff. Sometimes, and a lot of people, they have to be hurting way more than they need to be in order for them to make a change. You know, they, they, you threaten them with pain or you give them enough pain before they make a change. It has, rather than seeking pleasure, you know, if you exercise a lot, it feels great. You look great. You get compliments. It's a, you know, this whirlwind of positivity, but people still don't do it because it's the, you know, the pain versus pleasure, I don't know, conundrum, if you will, that people, for some reason, they'll try to avoid the pain, but they don't necessarily go towards the pleasure. So let's give them some pain and let's put it in the form of government. Let's have the government initiate something like this, you know, where people have to do it. It would be for the greater good. It would be crazy. I mean, let's even try it in a small population and see what happens. What's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, maybe... I'm trying to think of what the worst thing is could happen. You have too many people exercising. The gyms are too full. People are outside on the streets trying to run too much and they're getting in the way. Maybe they get hit by cars more often because they're out running. 
Maybe you have the spontaneous person that goes out and they have a heart attack because they were so out of shape and just moving killed them. I mean, <laughs> they're probably going to die anyway fairly soon from some other ailment. So I don't know that you, that would probably just be one for one there. But, you know, what's this going to look like? I, I'm trying to find the negatives to this other than people being uncomfortable. And in my experience, when you get uncomfortable is when you have the most gains. So let's force people to be uncomfortable. That's what I think would be interesting. I mean, we know the stats on this. People would be more happy. People would be more productive. People would live longer. They would be able to work longer. And like I said, be more productive with it. They would be more prepared when disasters strike. I mean, if there's times when they have to actually move their body. Think about all these people. If we had a major earthquake or some sort of natural disaster or God forbid, some sort of terrorist attack, what happens? You know, people are not going to be able to get themselves moving. It's like I heard stories of people when their the Empire State Buildings were attacked that they couldn't go down the stairs all the way because their legs stopped working. So they had to have other people that were fit put them on their shoulders and carry them down the stairs. It's like, are you kidding me? You can't go downstairs when your life depends on it? Gosh, shoot me now. Holy crap. So I don't even know. I'm just rambling now, but I think this is an interesting idea. I'd love to hear what you think about this. I know it's drastic. It's crazy. Some people probably think of it as ridiculous, but come on now. Let's, for a little bit of being uncomfortable, we get all of this positivity. I mean, the, the healthcare costs would go down dramatically. My question is, and I don't know the answer to this, is the government making too much money from people being sick and getting sick? Are they too wrapped up in that, you know? Are they too wrapped up in the, the pharmaceutical companies that they're making too much money from this? So if, every, if people stopped getting sick as much, then they would actually have a huge loss. It's it's probably, you know, something that, that, that could be a reality. I don't know much about that. Maybe someone out there can let me know, or you can, you know, say, yes, that's, that could be the case. Or, you know, nope, they don't, they, they don't do that. Maybe you understand that better than I do, but you never know. I mean, that, I guess that's a total conspiracy, but why not put some more drastic things in place that you know that are going to be for the greater good? I mean, we have so many mandatory things right now that we think about that we have to do. I mean, there's things that take up time that are uncomfortable that we have to do. You know, we have to go to the doctors. We have to get driver's license to drive our cars. We have to pay taxes. I mean, we have think about other stuff that we have to do that we just take for granted nowadays. You know, we have to eat food. We have to drink water. Most of us have to go to work and think about all the time that we put into going to work. And that is pretty much a mandatory thing because if we stop doing that, then we're not going to get paid. Then we're not going to be able to live our normal lives. Maybe we go and live on the streets or something like that. But if we think about it this way, we put in less than an hour a day into exercise and we're going to have this incredibly different lifestyle and uh, health. And if we compare that to something like going to work, And if it was a priority, I mean, the thing is we don't have to exercise. Like the person that doesn't exercise, um, it might not catch up to them for 30 or 40 years, but then they don't realize that they're just chopping their life short another 30 or 40 years that they could be living. You know, you have an heart attack at 60. A lot of people are living to 100 these days with good lives. So, you know, if you want to be one of those people, then you should be, you need to be eating right, you need to be exercising, and you should make it a mandatory thing for you. 
It's not, uh, uh, maybe I'll do it. It's like, I do this. Body's designed for it if you want it to actually be healthy. So think about it as, I think about it as more important than working. It is more important. And that, that has, you know, hurt my work sometimes because exercise comes first. It's a priority. Health, if you don't have health, then there's no wealth to go with it. I'm sorry. You know, and we look at our society nowadays and people get going into their 20s. They leave college and they start just working their brains off and you see that they get out of shape and, you know, just nasty looking and, and so unhealthy because they said, oh, now my priorities are going to be working. And then they have kids and they get married and now they have even less time and their priority hasn't been exercising. So then when they are in their 30s and they go to the doctor because they weren't feeling well and they find out that they are in trouble from a health standpoint and they have type 2 diabetes, oh no, what are they going to do now? What if this was mandatory? We give everybody a slap a bracelet on them, tell them they have to exercise for you know a certain amount of calories burned per day even or steps or something like that and see what happens. Let's test it. You know, let's, we just need a big, big organization like the government to try and put it into place and, or give, like I said, maybe it's not mandatory, but you do it and you get a tax break, you know, half a percent on your taxes, or even let's say a percent. If the, if, if the government cares at all about the health of the country and health costs, they talk about getting health care, you know, cheaper for people then that would do it. Let's give them a percent back on their taxes if they keep themselves healthy. Let's look at the big picture here and see what happens. So my proposal is that we slap bracelets on everybody. We do it in a test, you know, test state, see what happens, give people an incentive on their taxes if they meet these certain goals, and then measure how much, if, if there's a difference in these people's health and healthcare costs and see what happens. Ah, we already know what's going to happen I, from a health and healthcare costs. The question is, well, will people do that? You know, will they, will they actually go out and exercise so they pay less in taxes? I mean, then it starts to get on the same plane as working. If, if working was, or if exercise was as important to people as working, or if they got paid to exercise and it was a, in, ratio to the amount of time they spent working so let's say an hour of exercise equaled an hour of work so if you got paid a hundred dollars an hour you got paid a hundred bucks to exercise a lot more people probably do it for some reason but that's a whole nother topic into the psychology of people but i think it's really interesting to think about this what if the government made exercise mandatory or put in some sort of program where people got incentive to exercise I like it. I think that we should give it a shot. I want to hear what you think about this. Let's take this conversation even further. Let me know. You can drop this in the show notes, which I love it when you add comments to the show notes. You can get to the show notes by going to allaroundjoe.com slash 40. That's the number 40. Again, that's allaroundjoe.com slash 40. And go leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this. Or you can always email me, but Let's put something in the comments. Let's put something in the comments. And if you have time, go ahead and drop over to that clunky iTunes interface and give me a review. You know, uh, the more five-star reviews that I get, the more iTunes props me up and lets other people hear what I 
am saying here on the podcast, and my goal is to help people live a healthy, happier, and more productive life. So giving me a review on the iTunes platform, especially those five-star reviews, really helps out, gets me to get in front of more people like yourself, and lets me help them. So as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, let me know. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Try and get these podcasts out every Thursday. Sometimes life gets hectic and it slips. But uh, giving me those comments, emails, and reviews does definitely motivate me to keep moving on these topics and podcasts. The All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. I'll see you on the next podcast.